Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove. Today is February the 20th, and we're here in the Bible reading plan, reading one chapter at a time. Today, out of the New International Version, we will be reading Acts chapter 13. Now, in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menin, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. The two of them, sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. John was with them as their helper. They traveled through the whole island until they came to Paphos. There they met a Jewish sorcerer and false prophet named Bargesus, who was an attendant of the proconsul Sergius Paulus. The proconsul, an intelligent man, sent for Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the word of God. But Elymas, the sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elymas and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. Immediately, mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about, seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord. From Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed to Perga and Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. From Perga, they went to Pisidian Antioch. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and sat down. After the reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. Standing up, Paul motioned with his hand and said, Fellow Israelites and you Gentiles who worship God, Listen to me. The God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors. He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, he led them out of that country. For about 40 years, he endured their conduct in the wilderness, and he overthrew seven nations in Canaan, giving their land to his people as their inheritance. All this took about 450 years. After this... God gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people asked for a king, and he gave them Saul, son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled forty years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. From this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel the Savior Jesus, as he promised. 
Before the coming of Jesus, John preached repentance and baptism to all the people of Israel. As John was completing his work, he said, Who do you suppose I am? I am not the one you are looking for, but there is one coming after me whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. Fellow children of Abraham and you God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. The people of Jerusalem and their rulers did not recognize Jesus, yet in condemning him, they fulfilled the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. Though they found no proper ground for a death sentence, they asked Pilate to have him executed. When they had carried out all that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he was seen by those who had traveled with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. They are now his witnesses to our people. We tell you the good news. What God promised our ancestors, he has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus, as it is written in the second psalm. You are my son. Today I have become your father. God raised him from the dead so that he will never be subject to decay. As God has said, I will give you the holy and sure blessings promised to David. So it is also stated elsewhere. You will not let your Holy One see decay. Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. But the one whom God raised from the dead did not see decay. Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him... Everyone who believes is set free from every sin, a justification you are not able to obtain under the law of Moses. Take care that what the prophets have said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, wander and perish, for I am going to do something in your days that you would never believe, even if someone told you. As Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath. When the congregation was dismissed, many of the Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who talked with them and urged them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy they began to contradict what Paul was saying and heaped abuse on him. Then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly, We had to speak the word of God to you first. Since you reject it and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and honored the word of the Lord, and all who were appointed for eternal life believed. The word of the Lord spread through the whole region, but the Jewish leaders incited the God-fearing women of high standing and the leading men of the city. They stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. So they shook the dust off their feet as a warning to them and went to Iconian. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. This concludes the reading of Acts chapter 13. 
Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Okay, first, let's start in verse number two. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, that's all we need to read, right? They were worshiping the Lord and fasting. This is a super important practice because of what's next. They were worshiping the Lord and fasting. The Holy Spirit said, if you want to hear the Holy Spirit, you better have a way of worshiping God and focusing in on him. For the disciples, they set apart time that they can worship and they can fast. If you've never fasted before, it's simply removing something from your daily routine in order to spend that time focusing on God. Now, traditional fast was to set apart food. So you would stop eating food and use that time to worship the Lord. Today, many people fast things like social media or media in general or even food still. And instead of doing those things, in the time you would do those, you spend worshiping God instead. I encourage you to find a way to fast for a period of time. And in that period of time, whatever you fast from, replace that with seeking out God at a new, deeper level. Because if you want the Holy Spirit to speak to you and to draw you, You have to be focused and able to hear the Spirit talk. Now, understand that the Holy Spirit is constantly drawing us. So even without fasting and praying, the Holy Spirit will tug on you and pull you in a direction that God wants you to go. But when you listen to the Holy Spirit through fasting and praying, and when you worship God while you do this, you begin to hear the Spirit speak to you at deeper levels. So Saul and Barnabas, they get sent out because everybody has been fasting and praying. And the Spirit of God sends them out to do the work, which, in verse 2, says, the work to which I have called them. So now they are on a trajectory that only God could ordain. And they got there through fasting and praying in order to hear the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you today, Listen to the calling of the Holy Spirit through fasting and praying and worship the Lord. And as you do those things, the Holy Spirit will call you to deeper things than you ever could have imagined. So listen to this. Barnabas and Saul, they are traveling around preaching and they get to Pisidian Antioch and they go into the synagogue and they begin to just break open the word. And it's pretty bold what they're saying because they are basically confronting everything the Jewish people believed that would have held them back from chasing after Jesus. And what they're saying is so compelling that when everybody leaves, some of the leaders follow Paul and Barnabas and listen to them. And then the next Sabbath, verse 44, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. See, the Holy Spirit had prepared them and sent them and was using them in such a way that the entire city got transformed because of these two men who were set apart by the Holy Spirit. Now, I understand that many of you have co-workers, have classmates, have friends and family that don't understand God. They have rejected Jesus as their Savior. And you're wondering, when is God going to transform them? What is He going to do to reach them? Well, The answer is you. 
He has prepared you by helping you understand who he is so that you can bring that to everyone you know. See, Paul and Barnabas only spoke out of personal conviction. They were able to unfold everything that Jesus had showed them and who he was. And then through the worship and fast and prayer, they were empowered to go to these people and just two men were turning around the entire city. Imagine if you fast and pray and spend time worshiping the Lord, what might God do through you? He wants to set you apart, to show people who he is. Imagine if he ordained a time for you to go to your loved ones and present the gospel in a way they would listen. Or imagine if you walked into your workplace and everyone there got saved simply because you took the opportunity to allow the Holy Spirit to direct your words and cause you to be a witness to everyone around you. Wouldn't that be amazing if your entire school or workplace or family got baptized because they understood the love of Jesus? It can happen if you allow the Holy Spirit to use you. The only way to do that, spend time worshiping the Lord, set aside a time to fast and pray, and then allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you as you transform the people around you. And if you do that, God will use you in ways you never could have imagined. So say that prayer, Holy Spirit, fill me, search me, send me, and guide me. And then watch whatever it is that God does. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.